What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman! All the world is waiting for you And the power you possess In your satin tights Fighting for your rights And the old red, white and blue Wonder Woman. Nailed it. Did we? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you did. Feedback here. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. So we brought a we brought a guest along to hear us awkwardly sing at her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say hello to Lauren, everybody. Hi, I'm Lauren Berry. Thanks for having me. Yeah, <laughs> no worries. In states. So no, thanks that much. Lauren, no, you did come quite <laughs> a ways to get here. So <laughs> thank old, you, thank you very much. Yeah, but you're th- closer to Thorpe Park than you've ever been. Yeah, I know, right? Let's yeah. go after. Yeah, we'll do a spontaneous trip. Yeah. Um, so Lauren is a published author. Oh yeah, the my, only published yeah. author we know. My uh, new novel, Living the Dream, is out on July the sixth, and it's uh, super funny about women. So Wonder Woman is the perfect thing for us to see together. Yes, yeah, because exactly. women and that. Women yeah. in it. Yeah. Women and Dave. Yeah, Women and Dave is the uh, my, my novel, <laughs> uh, which is coming out uh, never. Um, Sounds awesome. I will that. <laughs> um, so Wonder Woman, what do we know about this? Have right. you guys seen? You haven't seen Batman, Superman. Have you seen it, Lauren? No, and I've I don't ever yeah. want to see it. So yeah. she showed up. No, it was pretty bad. But she was pretty. I thought she was good in it. Um, all I remember I her. about her in it is the fo- the photos. Um, yes, there's the scene. Uh, mild spoilers for um, Batman v Superman. That's okay. Here, I don't, I don't think, think anyone, anyone cares. That film is a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, spoiler. Don't go see this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah there's a scene where Lex Luthor's got files convenient files on all of the Justice League on, yeah. his, on his computer with logos yeah, custom yeah, yeah. logos made for each of them <laughs> his graphic uh, design is yeah. in the house design <laughs> yeah they're really studio, on it yeah. and um, yeah she, so she finds all these files and there's photos of her in World War One, yeah. I think isn't it with, throughout history I which thought. is yeah she's because she's an Amazonian yeah. uh, immortal are they immortal is she immortal no she ages really slowly oh just super slow yeah and really well yeah and really well she looks great for her yeah. age <laughs> she looks amazing several hundred years old <laughs> yeah. or whatever she is uh, but yeah, this movie is getting really good reviews, which I think has surprised everybody. Yeah, so I was just looking at the reviews, and it's currently um, 94% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which, I mean, I know it's only been out a couple of days, but that actually has it ranked with the two other highest superhero movies, which are Iron Man and The Dark Knight. That's pretty wow. impressive. Okay, that, that is that is and it's quite a surprise, particularly because the trailers looked kind of yeah. meh, right? Yeah, it's interesting because initially when we saw trailers for it, and I, I didn't see Batman and Superman and didn't ever want to see it, and I thought, I'm not going to go in that movie. But actually, the more I read about this, it's really interesting. So it was directed by Patty Jenkins, who directed Monster. That's like her only other picture credit. And that was an $8 million movie. This movie, like 15 years ago as well. movie cost 150 million dollars, so that's quite a leap. But it's not unusual because Marvel often take people who've only done very small things, like the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy two, and he had only made like small projects before that. Yeah. So it's common with men, but not common with women. And also, this movie cost 150 million to make. Now, the the last most expensive movie directed by a female director was The Hurt Locker, which cost 100 million. So this is 50 million above that. 
And it's, it cost 100 million. Yeah. And this, and that's Catherine Bigelow, who's huge. And this already, worldwide box office, just for the opening weekend, is tracking $200 million. So it's the most successful, commercially successful movie ever directed by oh, a female, yeah. female director. <laughs> so it's actually, like, that's all really interesting. And then, on top of all that, it's getting really good reviews, so... Yeah, it feels like Wonder Woman um, has the luxury of the leap being kind of easy, because Batman obviously has an amazing uh, track record, whereas Wonder Woman has always been sort of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of easy. Hey, to what's your beef with Linda Carter? <laughs> I mean, not. Uh, I mean, maybe just shoddy. Then, yeah. like yeah. she's in pajamas. Shod- shoddy. So yeah. It's a yeah. bit like Satin if Batman. Tight. Yeah. If Batman um, with Ben Affleck had come out straight after Batman in pajamas with Batman. Yeah. And Robin, or George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. George then yeah. it wouldn't have been quite so shocking. But you're obviously, right. after the trilogy. It's always, I mean, that's a that's yeah, you're tough right. boots to fill, right? It's easier. It's just, they've got a lot less um, baggage. Yeah. There. Yeah. And so apparently, you know the way all those movies get, all of those movies now, anything you watch, even Logan, which we li- we liked, was like Wolverine's 10th movie, right? There's been so many Avengers movies. There's so many of all of them. Bar her briefly showing up in Batman v Superman, this is actually a fresh story for us, as fresh as it is, you know, having seen the TV show. And apparently it's just a really good origin story because a lot of them now you're just, like I'm watching some of those movies and I can barely keep track there's something like 20 characters in them like the Marvel ones and I don't know what's going on I don't care what's going on there's no one story because they're always building towards a bigger climax yeah and we shouldn't have too much of that in this one because it's so set so long before Bruce Wayne's even been born Um, let's talk a little bit about her powers right because I'm not I've always been more into the Marvel stuff I don't really know a lot about Wonder Woman but I know she has bulletproof bangles what do you call these things or bracelets she's got bulletproof bracelets but not the rest of her because right. that why why have bulletproof bangles because, yeah. yeah I don't know that I mean I was a huge fan like when I was in uni I had a tape with loads of the episodes on it the Linda Carter ones and I used to just watch them all the time because it was so fun and camp but I don't really understand her powers I know that she's slow aging she's got kind of godlike strength yeah, and um, but I read a review that said that her main superpower is empathy. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, you're oh, okay. laughing, but apparently that's like what sets this apart. Like genuinely, she's she like, just feels real hard. But she's superhuman, like she's really strong. She's, and she's got superhuman like, she's Amazonian, emotional. Um, so like she's got all that going for her. Like if you look at, for example, like Superman. And I know he can fly, but aside from that, I think they're pretty comparable. He had but barely any a, empathy. Does she have an invisible plane in this one? That's what I want to <laughs> That's know. what it, yeah. Well, empathy is one of the superpowers that is missing from nearly all of those films when they just, like, lummox yeah. about knocking down buildings and killing loads of innocent people yeah. without batting an eyelid. If she doesn't do that, then this will make it my favourite super film. <laughs> my yeah. favourite superhero film. And like, in, in Superman... Um, Man of Steel, they basically total that, yeah. bill- that, that whole, that whole and city. And I'm like, Superman, that makes him just a dick. Yeah. Which I thought they kind of cleverly addressed in Batman v Superman. Yeah. When you had Bruce Wayne, you saw that movie from his perspective, and all the buildings were being destroyed, and he was uh, helping children out. And you kind of get why he wouldn't be yeah. into Superman. And, you know, part of me thought that he probably owns like several construction companies, and he secretly like wants that to happen so he can give them the contracts. Oh my god! Like I go deep. Underlying stuff. conspiracy it's really annoying. Like I'm always thinking about the scaffolding costs. <laughs> like why? That is deep. <laughs> and that's the stuff they started addressing in the new Avengers movies. You know that, like all the carnage, the, the, the Avengers had wreaked. You know all this havoc in the city, and people were talking about that. Whereas at least she's coming from an Amazonian tribe. She has no ties to the human world. It's, oh, the other stuff that looks I did think looked good in the trailer actually was that because um, it's set around World War One, isn't it? Yeah. 
So it's around the gender politics of that time as well. And she's yeah. coming from this race where like men are completely inconsequential. I think she lives in like Paradise, they don't exist, do Paradise they? Island or something. There's no men, yeah. yeah. Um, so she she moves to, to this world where women are being subjugated by men and stuff. It just sounds really interesting. And she's all like, "What up?" Yeah, but what I think we need to, we're going to need to go. We're going to we're actually kind of late oh, yeah. for this movie already. All right, okay, let's go on. See you on the other side. Wonder Woman. The gods gave us many gifts. One day you'll know them all. This is where we keep them. It's beautiful. Who would wield it? Only the fiercest among us even could. And that is not you, Diana. You will train her harder than any Amazon before her. Five times harder. Ten times harder. Never let your guard down. You expect the battle to be fair! Until she is better than even you. But she must never know the truth about what she is. Alright, so we're just out of Wonder Woman. We are walking back to the train. And, uh, Kathy, what did you think of the movie? Um, <laughs> I know I actually say this a lot like I actually very often get excited about movies but I really loved this movie I loved it for so many reasons that I'm like wish I'd written down notes and could even remember all the reasons I love it I loved how long they spent in the intro of just her and her Amazonian island and her origins and her family and I loved the actress who played her mother and I loved seeing Robin Wright yeah. Connie Nielsen, I think. Connie Nielsen, yeah. And then I love seeing Robin Wright not as Claire Underwood because I've gotten so used to her in that role. She was so great as like the warrior aunt. She's badass. And I mean, the lead actress, Gal Gal Gadot. I think it's pronounced Gadot. Gadot? She is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's waiting for Gadot. She's so great. Like, what incredible casting. I was just blown away by her. I actually had read bef- I had read that she was in the Israeli army at one point because they all have to serve like as part of like that's what citizens have to do. Did you and see incidentally this movie has been banned in Lebanon because, because she's she Israeli. Was in the army, yeah. No, because she's in she's Israeli. But also because she served in the army, I think. Oh, that too. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I loved all that. Um, I loved how she was taught from a very early age that like war isn't a goal actually at all. That was really interesting. Even though she wanted to be a warrior, that was her natural inclination. I love how kick-ass she was. I love the world of all the women. I could have watched a whole movie just said in that. Yeah. And then, I mean, we're not in Spoiler Street, but I love the whole story of how she got involved in World War One. I. I love the character that Chris Pine played. And what was interesting is, usually when you watch these movies and there's a male protagonist and a female love interest, for example, Doctor Strange with Rachel McAdams. She was shit, not fleshed out. We didn't care about her. We had no investment in anything. But Chris Pine's character was really fleshed out. Yeah. And really, really liked him. And it's interesting because I think the reason he was so fleshed out was because he's like the primary male in the movie. So he therefore had to have a really fulfilled character to to conform to what you expect out of a movie. Whereas if it had been the other way around and, and the man was the protagonist, I don't think the female character would have been as interesting as him. So I thought that was really interesting. But other than that, I was really emotionally moved by it, and I just—I think like you cried. I was crying a lot, but I think I had a little, I had a little cry myself at the end. But I think part of it was because like it's like it's quite upsetting here today because last night 
was attacks in London Bridge and last week it was attacks in Manchester and they're just so distressing these things that are happening at the moment and there's no reason or rhyme to any of it and I love the message of this movie and I think this is why I was getting really upset because it's all set in a war and like it's quite violent and and the kind of underlying message is about love and empathy and love is the only thing that defeats war and she's like you know why are people killing children this doesn't make any sense so in in this in this story it's an evil god of war her reaction to war coming at it as someone who's never seen it or never really experienced violence it really rang true really uh, yeah it's like the horror of like like people who were at London Bridge last night seeing these horrific attacks and they're so shocked and it's so horrible and that's what it felt like so I think I was emotional about that anyway and then I also love that I really could feel the difference with the female director because albeit she's wearing skimpy clothes unnecessarily skimpy clothes there was no lecherous gaze on her like you know when we went to see that um, X-Men movie earlier this year and Olivia Munn was basically like some sort of sex robot the way they filmed her and dressed her Yeah. and this didn't have that feeling about it despite the fact that she was in skimpy clothes and I just found everything about it refreshing. I thought it was probably one of the best action movies I've ever seen. Like, I could follow all the action, which I often can't. And the opening battle scene on the beach was incredible. Really good. Like, yeah. I was literally gasping, like, this is freaking amazing. Okay, Lauren, what about you? Um, yeah, I second all of that. And I think one of the... <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, don't worry about the train. I can um, hear you fine. So one of the interesting things about the coverage is how centred it is on this, like, a, it's like... The female um, main uh, character and like all of the uh, media kind of centers around the women and the feminism and the film sort of didn't do that which I'm really proud of and interested in like she was they touched on it but it wasn't the kind of main theme like oh my god a woman is powerful like they yeah. didn't dwell on that which I really liked um, the, the opening scene um, the like the bit that we that we talked about like the opening line <laughs> we had a good really giggle at the sh- yeah. some incidental dialogue yeah like how are they doing very good carry on and you're like wait <laughs> yeah. what that's the opening line guys like, <laughs> did nobody check that in the edit um, and that sort of made me think oh we might be in for some really corny crap here um, yeah that that the, like the, the clunky dialogue at the beginning yeah I, we were a bit nervous but uh, actually I thought the whole thing was was very well written. Yeah, totally. And they, yeah. they pulled it back massively. And there was a couple of moments. Um, actually, can I just say, like, two notes that I made that I really nearly lost my, my shit and laughed. Um, so at the end of the battle, the first, like, this isn't a spoiler, the very opening kind of battle scene. Um, a, they're all, the Amazons are amazing at picking stuff up. You know, that slow-mo, <laughs> yep. they use the sort of Matrix slow-mo really, really Yeah, that was so good. But a lot of it is, like, bending really far over to pick things up. And I'm like, these guys, like... <laughs> but there's a lot of... You know yeah, when you drop something down the back of the sofa? You need, like, an Amazon woman to stop in and, like, slow-mo that shit. <laughs> Just but, but somersault through the air, yeah, sideways. sideways. Well, it's there's looking a lot like of the most beautiful woman who ever lived. And then, like, bending over into a kind of C-shape backwards off a horse to pick up a rock or whatever. Like, that was really and impressive. And that was also part of their training, which we saw at the beginning. Yeah. Like, they, they know that these scenarios are going to happen, <laughs> where you're going to be riding a horse, yeah. something's on the ground, you've got to bend over that, backwards yeah. to get it, Basically, maybe somersaults through the air. Your superpower is really picking stuff up in a very, very cool way. Yeah. And um, they were. They were all really badass. And then, so, uh, in the beach, 
really like the, f- the first sort of 10 minutes the beach scene at the at the end of the beach scene like everyone's died and it's all been very dramatic and they've kind of turned around to the main male character and Robin uh, Connie Nielsen goes who are you tell me your name and you're like his name's Steve so if he turns around and says like oh I'm Steve I'm like that's the biggest anticlimax <laughs> to the scene and they cut and then they wait until they're in like the chamber or whatever and then they, he introduces himself as Captain Steve Travers blah 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 Wonder Woman hello Dave here sorry to interrupt the review I am talking to you from the future that's right I have come back in time to warn you all of some imminent spoilers for Wonder Woman because we accidentally spoiled things a little earlier than Spoiler Street. So from this point on, spoilers for Wonder Woman. You have been warned. Now back to the review. Back to the past. Wonder Woman! Yeah. Actually, I thought the, there were plenty of laughs in yeah, this movie. Yeah, it was fun. Um, genuine laughs, which is what... Um, the other DC movies have been sorely lacking in yeah. I think both Man of Steel and Batman v oh, Superman and then, sorry in terms of the good writing there's a bit near the end where um, they're having a conversation on the tower and he says I've got to go are you coming and she's like I, you know undecided and he says well I've got to go and does this kind of shrug like shoulder shrug like I'm going and it was so natural and such a normal kind of piece of dialogue that's so unusual in superhero films yeah. it's like the sort of side eye thing they're yeah they use body language like you yeah. need to use body language in movies it's their, a visual um, art form their yeah. relationship uh, between Chris Pine and Gal Gadot was very believable I felt like they had oh their chemistry sort of was na- incredible natural yeah. chemistry but it wasn't like it wasn't like sexual bar- bouncing off the no. screen either it was just very subtle um, I felt very like they had a very deep connection and I was very emotionally invested in their uh, relationship I, I also love that they cut the sex scene because I actually tried to write a sex scene wait is this a spoiler of- street whoops no, is it? They cut it. It's uh, we, yeah. yeah, we'll put a spoiler warning at the beginning. Okay, yeah. yeah. We'll put a so you tried to write a sex scene. So I, I tried to write a sex scene, and um, I like, I mean, I tried hard. Like I wrote, I wrote the whole thing, and it was sort of a similar thing. Like there was fireplace, and they like got closer together. And then I was like, this is the most embarrassing thing <laughs> ever. And I always find like romance, romance at the cinema is a bit like watching a sex scene with your dad. Like there's all these people <laughs> around, and it's like, I don't know, I find it really awkward. Yeah. And so the fact that, which is exactly what I did to solve the problem for me as well, is I just cut it and it goes to the next day. You, and they you just did, don't did even... Did you do the classic uh, uh, cut to up. them the next morning with the uh, blankets <laughs> perfectly covered over? No, I'm like, and then, uh, and now breakfast. <laughs> yeah, which they didn't do in that movie. Well, well let's, let's cut straight to spoilers. Um, I will say, first of all, I also loved it. Um, I, thought it was re- I thought it was really, really good. It was can just, you believe it's from the same studio that Batman vs. Superman came from? I can. From? Well, I think they just got things right here because it's a, it's a very straightforward narrative. You know, it didn't, in terms of it hasn't broken the mould in terms of origin stories, but that's fine, you know, because it worked. It was like if there was a beginning, a middle and an end. It wasn't just a series of incomprehensible, pointless scenes which is what we've seen previously. And uh, the, do you know what, what I really liked about it was um, she was a real hero and she was earnest. And, you, you, and she you, really cared about people. Exactly. We laughed earlier about her superpower being empathy. No, you laughed. I wasn't <laughs> laughing. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, it was genuinely amazing. was. I'd be like, I believed her sincerity. And uh, the now we can talk spoilers. The the That moment when they're in the trenches and the... Um, 
she sees all this horror and she's exposed with it and everyone else is sort of indifferent to it they know they have a mission there's nothing we can do she was unable to turn her back on it and that's that's what a real hero is yeah. and that was so so cool when she steps up oh, that yeah. ladder there's like a, there is a, a floor there where she does like leap over and kill a bunch of German kids <laughs> because actually I don't believe the trenches were fun for either side and like I know it's obviously the Germans are the bad but she's saving the village yeah, no, a village full of children. She killed the soldiers, though. So to, they were in uniform representing evil, I guess. I know your point, though. They were all really young, but yeah. in her head, they were just like soldiers. I thought, I thought she could. I thought she was going to go all the way through without killing anyone. And when she turns around, and Chris Pine is shooting, like is her sort of uh, wingman, and is shooting people, and she's got the lasso in the village. I thought she was going to knock him out because he was also just randomly shooting people. And try it, yeah. Oh, you thought she was going to be complete and no, no tolerance. Violence. She is a warrior, so yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. she defends lo- in the in- she defends innocent yeah. people. But I yeah. loved what um, I was so happy that they brought the lasso in. I wasn't expecting yeah. that to be in this movie, and I just think that is such a fun weapon. Like she can do all this crazy shit with the lasso and forces people to tell the truth. And it was just like I just had genuine joy watching it, and I just. Oh, I just think the it was so well directed yeah, and like fight scenes are amazing and I never say that I hate fight scenes and I love that it's I suppose that's the benefit of setting it then where there's much more opportunity for hand to hand because yeah. when they, they set yeah. stuff now they just throw in a couple of drones and yeah. wipe everyone out and no one would be any the wiser and the trench trench warfare is always very impactful in the cinema because it's so claustrophobic and yeah. terrible I think World War One was such a good idea like in terms of a setting and there was enough fun with her in London like there was fun elements of her being in a London. Baby. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was fun. She was and so likable. Well, you know, why are women being treated like this way? But as you said, it wasn't knocking you over the head, and it was about five minutes. You know, we get it in nineteen, whatever 18. year it was. It was like you know, women didn't have a vote. We know that, and they didn't dwell on that. That was yeah. just, it was just kind of fun the way they did it. But how cool! The other moment where I was like, okay, I'm just sold on Diana Prince as a character, and I love her. Was when she's in the boardroom and the generals are like no we can't do anything to risk it and she just like fucking lets one out and she like properly rips into him and then rips into Chris Pine like Gal Gadot just sold the passion yeah Yeah, she's so so passionate and they managed to somehow strike the balance between like nagging women which they ran the risk of that sort of cliche a couple of times where she's like you should be ashamed of yourself and you're like yeah you should be ashamed of yourself it's like when you see someone going totally mental on a bus but they're right you're like so behind them it doesn't have to be like just a nagging woman <laughs> what buses are you getting oh with my mum yeah. <laughs> 18 in Sudbury but and she said you know where I come from generals fight with their men they don't sit here behind desks making decisions about their lives and yeah. I thought that was really powerful um, one uh, I'm trying to think of things I didn't like the, 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 I mean overall I thought it was a complete success but um I, th- th- I think the maybe the side characters weren't particularly fleshed out. They were okay. Oh, they're better than most of those movies, though. Yeah, but... I wonder, it, was the chief played by an actual Native American? A good question. Yeah, I'd be interested to know. I, I would felt assume like, he must be, or it would be a huge misstep for them. Yeah. I'll be honest, yeah, right. I, f- I felt like with the three of them, there, there were a little bit of cookie-cutter stereotypes there. The Middle Eastern guy was wearing a fez. Yeah. The Scottish guy yeah, Dave, was, was wearing, wearing a, a, a kilt. But he was wearing And the Native American guy had uh, <laughs> dreadlocks. No, he doesn't have uh, dreadlocks, Dave. That's how people in American... Had. You're talking hat. early 1900s. That's how a Native American would have worn their hair. And the... Um, the Scottish guy would wear a no, these, kilt in the No, the other battle. guy, not the Scottish guy. I've forgotten his name. He was wearing that Same. hat because he said, like, I'm an actor. And... 
you know, he said, I want to be an actor and everyone's fighting their own demons and I have the wrong skin colour to be an actor, so now I'm a spy in this war. Yeah. And he seemed to relish putting on disguises and costumes, you know, like driving, pretending to be the chauffeur. So actually, I thought that was appropriate I for I did like character. that line. And I liked yeah, how... It was a really nice moment of clarity that could have been chintzy or overplayed and they managed to really, like, get it on the nose. So I was really impressed. That's true, that was quite nice. And to be fair, the, the whole thing with Charlie being this expert marksman and then he's unable to take shots, that does sell... That was powerful. I mean, the like, Howard imagine, like, bit. the PTSD people would have had. Like, they said, you know, this is, like, the fourth year of fighting. I just, oh, it was so emotional. And I just, I love, I wasn't expecting, I'm not, like, the world's biggest Chris Pine fan. No? I wasn't, ex- I just never think How anything of like him. No, I don't, never have disliked him. I Remember Hell or High Water? Yeah, I just, have, I liked him in that. I just never, I don't know, he's not someone I particularly think of. I thought he was excellent. And he was incredible in this. Captain Kirk. He's Captain Kirk in the oh, um, yeah. Star Trek movies. He was so good in this. And I mean, he was given a really, really interesting and good character as well. But together, I just was so invested in them. I just thought they were fantastic. That moment... Um, when they're dancing and it starts oh, snowing. Oh, I was just crying very, very so much. I think I must have cried 10, 15 times in this movie. And I really felt so happy to oh, just I see a movie. Know. I didn't love the snowing scene because I thought it reminded me of um, Andy McDowell at the end of... Is, is it, it raining? Is it raining? I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. This is a little <laughs> bit... Remember, she comes from a... Re- Sorry, I just keep defending it. She comes from a really hot yeah, country, sure. so... Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just found, like... And I really did find it really powerful watching the movie, thinking, this is a female director, this is a female lead. All the, you know, the first 15 minutes of the movie are only women, like they're amazing women. Like everything about it. And I just think it's such a joke that men on the internet have been trolling about all women's screenings when you put it into the context. Yeah, Yeah, there's never been a female superhero. Like the, the only other female superhero movies have been like really crap, like Catwoman or whatever. Um, oh, and yeah. like so much rode on the shoulders of this director because she said like you know there's loads of movies that are flops and no one is held to account in a certain way but for her if she directed this and this had been a flop with that budget it would have been oh woman directs flop not giving yeah. another temple movie to a woman yeah. yeah can I can I brag for a second you can because I did turn to you Cathy you did I said that that's Aries like way early oh, on that guy I called was, that that was really predictable yeah when he turned the pub you're like for sure we know who this guy is also yeah. I really I thought that, that casting was really awful because he to me is just the dude from Harry Potter he's Lupin yeah Lupin yeah. 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 So, so therefore I didn't guess that he was an evil baddie because I love well, him the other thing was well A you, I knew I knew there'd be a twist at some point he was the only other character yeah. and the German guy it was too obvious and also yeah. if he was Ares why would he need some little capsule to give himself strength Yeah, I love that when he did the, when he took the capsule he's like just some obnoxious guy at a party who's done a load of drugs he's like <laughs> you are insignificant to me I can do anything I want to do and then she just kills him it's like no you can't not at all she just leapt oh, up can we just touch on that moment as well where she goes back to get her sword that was that made us both chuckle oh yeah that was funny she was like oh left the sword up there yeah. and then it was like yeah but he just stayed there yeah. she was like wait there and get my sword that kind of attention to detail is stunning to me because that's the kind of thing that really trips you up in a film yeah it was weird yeah well you're like she's left her sword upstairs so if she has it in the next scene this whole thing is fired <laughs> and even kathy you said when she went down with uh chris pine you were like don't forget your sword it's <laughs> <But I thought laughs> like you're genuine... leaving the house have you got your wallet but then you think there's genuine repercussions to her forgetting the sword not like oh well it's fine i got it now anyway. and it was so obvious from the start that the sword wasn't the god killer and she was right yeah no yeah. okay you guys are much smarter than me i think i was just too busy weeping yeah, that's and why just they weren't telling her yeah 
yeah, oh, it's just be... by the numbers sort of movie twists oh, there. I loved Robin Wright because like, we're in the middle of House of Cards season five at oh, the moment yeah. and I'm not particularly impressed with it. And I'm sick of her, even though I love her as Claire Underwood, I'm sick of it now. And just seeing her in that role was so cool. She kind of reminded me of when she was Buttercup in Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. She just felt really? really different. Yeah, I just thought she felt really endearing. I thought she just was uh, Claire Underwood, but with a fancy hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's just because her hair was longer. Maybe that's why I was thinking of Buttercup. I just love, I want to go to that I mean, I would not work in that place at all because they're very tall and strong and exceptionally <laughs> you beautiful. Go to that yeah, <laughs> I just want to be oh like I would just be like their handmaiden or something. Yeah, it looks like it. a good holiday destination. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I like I liked that little bit um, at the beginning when you saw how concealed it was and and the German officer like puts his hand in there and suddenly it's sunny on the other side. Yeah. And it's misty on the on it, the other it, side. Did it not strike you though that is that the first time someone's accidentally sailed into the side of that because. Are the seas that yeah. unexplored even then? Like, he's on a rowboat next to an army ship, and he's like, oh, look, here's a massive island that nobody's <laughs> yeah. ever trespassed. Let's blow on. it up! <laughs> that was their first <laughs> reaction. They just started firing. But were they following a plane, and maybe before that there hadn't been that much flights, so no one had ever ventured that far? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, like, defending it again. Um, oh, how about we the We've got to get Lauren to our train. we get a bit Lauren to our train. Can I make one more? Really? I thought it was such a clever scene and this is an example of like the very good script writing and direction when Chris, Chris Pine is naked at the start and she walks in oh yeah and she has never seen men, male genitalia before and we think that's we think she's interested in it and she's asking him you know what do you like compared to other men of your species and he's like ooh above average and he's trying to say he's got a big willy and then she's like what does she say again? Basically, it turns they out make she's us, talking about his watch. Yeah, they make us think that she's talking about his penis. <laughs> and it's just, I just thought that's really funny because... Yeah, that scene was golden, Yeah, actually. it was just such a good yeah. scene. And actually, at that point, I thought, this is why I think we should put a spoiler warning before the sex scene bit, because I thought they weren't going to hook up. I thought she was going to be just completely indifferent to him. Uh, that would have been nice also. Yeah. Um, actually, one thing that I did have a little bit of umbrage with is the Dr. Poison. Is she female in the comics? I assume that she is. Because I Don't felt know, like her really nemesis familiar. didn't need to be also a woman. Um, and I really, uh, I hate like facial scarring as a sign of a baddie. Because she might have just got <laughs> it's that. a bit in, lazy, like, isn't it? Yeah, it's really lazy. And she might have just got that in an accident. And I then guess when she got it from like... T- doing some terrible doing something deed. terrible yeah for sure but it's as a tr- as a trope or it's yeah i find that really upsetting or an eye patch yeah <laughs> yeah or and also when she took the mask off i was like it's actually not that bad compared to the mask which makes you look fucking mad <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah the mask was like, yeah, like a almost, chucky doll you be better off without it yeah. yeah just a bit of lippy mate you'll be all right i quite like her though there was open flesh though on your face like you'd be all prone to sores and stuff <laughs> yeah let's get into the nitty-gritty of the day-to-day of having uh, severe facial scarring I, I quite liked her I don't know who she was. She, was she brought a bit of humanity to it there was a lot like when uh, Chris Pine is sort of chatting her up by the fire um, oh yeah there's something in her eyes it's just well, like well I actually really like that scene because she did what I would do if I was talking to a guy who I was a bit interested at a party and then I suddenly saw his jaw drop and he was staring at another woman yeah. I'd be like fuck you fuck I'm you, talking to you yeah that was awesome alright we better uh, wrap things up um Thanks for listening. Um, oh, wait, it's a bit echoey in here. We should go outside. Let's go back outside. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at The Cinemile and we're on Facebook at The Cinemile. Um, and please, please, because it really helps us, go on iTunes and leave us a review. That would be yes, very helpful. Yes, we really appreciate that. Yes. And uh, Lauren has a film blog. 
Oh yeah, popcornpirate.com, which is like one-line reviews of terrible films. <laughs> and your book is coming out next month. Yeah, July the 6th. It's called Living the Dream by Lauren Berry. Oh, thanks for the right. plug. I really can't, appreciate can't wait it. to read it. Excited. Yeah. Well, I'm going to propose it in my book club as thanks. the next um, read. Yeah, it's really nice just to have someone to go to the cinema with, actually, so I appreciate it. Good. We're glad. <laughs> oh, we, we should have mentioned, Lauren, uh, congratulations on your newborn baby 10 weeks no, old no that makes me sound like a really bad mother no <laughs> no no no, no. this alone. is your first <laughs> yeah. no, you're inspiring us because we want to know that people can go to the cinema after they have it's a baby still possible uh, there is have hope like children's uh, only viewings that i think we should all go to together yes i think so too. great bring all the babies yeah it's yeah. gonna be hell budding <laughs> film reviewers yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right thanks for listening everyone go see wonder woman yeah. bye. bye i'm going mother if you choose to leave, you may never return. Who will I be if I stay? Will come when you have to To the war. Well, technically the war is that way, but we got to go this way first. Wonder Woman. Wait, what was the what was the first <laughs> line? Wonder Woman. I'm getting us the lyrics so that we can see them. I actually know them all because I used to have the DVD. I used rides. to have the tape of it that I used to watch when I was in uni. <laughs> Obviously, that's what you were doing. All the world is waiting for, for you. No, all the world is waiting for you. And the power you possess. <laughs> Satin tights. Fight okay, you do the first verse, I do the second verse. Oh, it is fighting for your rights. Okay, I stand corrected. And the old red, white, and blue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so American. Okay, the key but she's is not American. Woman. That's what you have to come in on. But you can okay. come on Octave Lower if you want. Ready? Wonder Woman. You can come in at that if you want. Okay, ready? I think you're better off coming in high well, though. Count us in. No, you're starting. Wonder Woman. Oh. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna see the lyrics as well? Just gonna, I'm not gonna You're not gonna say that. Okay, we're not gonna make her do that. That's fine. Alright, so ready? It's like, do, 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 do. Wonder Woman. No, you need to go on Octave Lower. All the what? You need to go Wonder Woman. Okay. Because that's the whole point, they sing really high. Wonder Woman. <laughs>